I do I do high level security and I you know I'm trained in anti stalking and I'm always get I always get hired to do the anti stalking. I'm the one that's never been stalked. So the tables were turned and a woman was stalking me. And that was a new chapter. And I've said, okay, I gotta figure this one out. Welcome to Talk Blocked, anecdotal amusement for your ear holes. I'm your host, Cody. With me always is Steve O, the Impaler. Impaler! I like it, I like it. You gotta change it up. That's true. It's not very benevolent. The, the impaling is. Uh, Impale her. I don't get it. It's like sexual. Oh. I'm married now. I don't know, I don't know what that means. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm married too. Ooh. For a long time. But not, I mean, it's, is that legal in the state yet for us or? It is. Okay, okay. Why do you know something about my wife that I don't? <laughs> I feel like with this day and age, we kind of missed the whole online dating. Um, I didn't entirely miss it personally, actually. I'm married now, but I, I dabbled. I went and hung out with a few times with some people. I, I created a profile. Yeah, but think of it this way. If Grindr was available, I'm not even sure what that is. It's for gay men. Oh. It's like, meet me in the bathroom stall. Maybe I would have a, an illegal wedding now. At the, at the Red Robin. <laughs> the Red Robin. Meet me in the second bathroom stall. Do, ooh. It's tap, a glor- glory hole. The, the, glor- the glory hole at the Red Robin. <laughs> and, you know. Sounds glorious. And then afterwards we'll we'll share a awesome blossom or a- That's a chili. Plate. Isn't that a Chili's? Whatever. <laughs> Endless basket of french fries. Ooh. It could be good, but there's all these these apps out there, the Tinders. I, I've seen Tinder. I, I, I at my work, I, I work with people a little bit younger than us who are all hooked into those things. And one one of the guys I was working with was was showing me Tinder on his phone. I said, "What the hell is that?" I'm the old I'm the cranky old man now, and he goes, "Look at this!" And he pulls out his his iPhone and starts flicking through like all it is is pictures. And he just goes, I go like this, and he shows me, and he starts liking every single picture. And I don't know what that means, and he goes, so I like him to get their attention, and then I just see who writes me back. Cast, he's casting a wide a net. A very wide net. I don't know if that's how most of see, that's my only experience with, with the Tinder. It's a shotgun approach. It is a shotgun, it is not, he's definitely not um, honing in and seeing, oh, I like your deal. He's, he's coming out the other way. Um, I guess he's a statistics major, maybe. I don't know. This guy, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy the gent. Jimmy had run into a little bit of a conundrum in the online dating world. Okay. Apparently, he was up on the the Plenty of Fish. I've heard of it. I I don't... I've never seen that one, but I I know of people, like, roughly our age who have used it. It's a free dating site. Yeah, well, those are the best ones. No, no, yeah. no. That's where you're gonna get the lowest caliber. Yeah, but if you're, no way. We can debate this, but if you go to a pay one, you're going for desperate people with money. <laughs> but that's the kind of person you want to take you out on a date, right? No. She's gonna take you out. Oh well. Maybe like a five course meal. Oh. Start with an amuse bouche. That is, that's a good. That's a good. Maybe way to a start. crostini. A little crostini. You're you're drinking an aperitif. Whew, that no. If, if you're going on one of those pay sites, you're, um, 
you're definitely getting the $2 salad with your hamburger. Don't get me wrong. You're going to tack it on there. But you're not getting Osmo's. They can't even say Osmo's bouche. They don't even know what that if is. If you can say that, you don't. You aren't on a dating site. You've got enough money where you already have dates. I was on Plenty of Fish looking for uh see if I can find somebody out there. Went through, uh, dated a couple girls, nothing real early. Uh, and it kind of went dead for a while. Um, I worked in the nightclub industry for a few years, uh, and I met numerous people, uh, especially the girls. And, you know, you forget the names, you forget the faces. You may meet them once, and they probably remember you. Remember me from that last time when I came in with my friends six months ago? No, I don't, but okay. So, uh, I kind of stopped on Plenty of Fish for a couple months, and then all of a sudden I got this message from this girl that said she worked over at a claim jumper. She said she met me when I used to work at the nightclub. Didn't remember her. Uh, her she kind of looked familiar, but don't remember her. Jimmy works at a nightclub. Jimmy the Jan at the nightclub. He's a, he's a doorman. A doorman? At Hunkabunka. <laughs> Hunkabunka. He's a doorman over at Crowbar. Give me another bump. <laughs> so you worked in the, the service industry. You're a bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah I tended some bar. I did tend some bar in a, in a large city for a while, yeah. The female aspect is always there oh yeah right yeah it is uh definitely they, they want to get into the club they want the free drinks yeah they, they definitely not they as in every i wouldn't say that's how every girl is but there there is definitely that component of woman circling around for sure who's uh batting eyes and trying trying to be the special one who's who's getting the most out of the situation for sure but there there's a lot of them it's like a revolving door of yeah. There's not like one or two. Like you'll you'll meet a handful in any given weekend. Yeah. So for example, if one of them were to contact you, maybe two three months down the line, would you be able to pinpoint that specific person? Probably not. I remember when I was bartending, having girls just just walk in and say, hey, Steve-O, and start telling, just telling stories and knowing, knowing details about me. And like, I'd obviously had a conversation with them and I would just be staring at them and be like, I have no fucking idea who you are. But I had to be like, oh yeah, that was awesome. And I'm really bad at that. But. You made me the sex on the beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I say, and then we had a Coney Island dog. <laughs> Coney, <laughs> a Nathan's hot dog on Coney Island. Yes. I, you know, I understand. I understand. Gotcha. This girl, I don't remember her. I I can say I can remember nine ninety percent ninety five percent of the girls I used to hang out with, um, and I knew their names and who they were. But as in randoms, I don't remember this chick at all. She was she was cute, but it wasn't you know she wasn't no nine or ten. She was about you know I don't know six, seven. But you know I don't even remember don't even remember her. don't remember her name nothing. It turns out that this girl, Hot and Toasty, was her name. <laughs> Is that her, was that her was that her Christian name? I don't believe so. <laughs> I think that's uh, her alias, oh, her avatar. Okay. Her, okay. her her profile her, name. Her Airbender. Yeah, she was a little bit aggressive with Jimmy. Okay. Coming on very strong. Well, maybe he just had pheromones that just exuded over the internet that made her wild and crazy. 
internet pheromones. <laughs> this picture was just so breathtaking. Yeah. Was he standing triumphant in nothing but a loincloth, hands hands upon hips, so like in a conquering pose? Absolutely not. Uh, Messages were sent back and forth. Okay. But Jimmy, he never acted on it. I would think in that situation, if a girl approaches you, yeah, out of all the sea of swooning young gentlemen on the free dating site. If the fish is swimming, as it were. Yes. Uh, that you could use that opportunity to be a little bit more aggressive in your reply. You'd think you would respond if you're on a site like that. Like, you'd think you would... You're not on that site typically to send text messages back or, you know, messages back and forth, right? You're there to, like, meet people, like, face-to-face. Well, it's like this. If Fabio had a profile... Oh, I, oh yeah. And I, girls are sending him messages... Like girls? I can't send him a message? You could. Okay. Anybody can. I've met him. So have you. He held my baby. <laughs> That's right. He held my baby and I took saw a picture. That. I saw that. I said I was a big fan. <laughs> I totally I, lied. I saw him in the men's room. True story. How was it? Beautiful. Was it everything you imagined? Well, his hair. I was too busy looking at his hair. I would be too busy looking at his hog. <laughs> it's got to be impressive. Or not. Yeah. We start messaging back and forth, but it's not nothing like, hey, let's go hang out or do this. It was kind of like, hey, what, what are you doing? Where are you working? What's going on? And I never really like to give any of that information out if I don't even know who the hell you are. So, you know, suppose I'm only meeting you once. You know, I'm not going to go down that road. But she said that uh, she worked over at Claim Jumper. She said, um, she said she worked over at Claim Jumper. Why don't you come over and see me while I was working? Or I get off of work in the afternoon. I was thinking... I may go over there and see her, but I decided not to. And there's just something about it tripped me out. I was just like, I don't know who you are. I was kind of curious, but I'm like, I don't want to fucking go. So as the months went by, <laughs> th- this girl would continue to message Jimmy. Months? Yes. That's severe. She apparently worked at the Claim Jumper. That's a, that's a quality joint. So she kept telling Jimmy, hey, come by, come by my work. I work at the bar. You know, come by for a drink, wet your whistle. Yeah. And homeboy, he just, he wouldn't take advantage. He, like, like he didn't want a, a nightcap? He just A free one. Yeah, he just, he wasn't feeling it. Uh. That's the first time I've ever actually been on a dating site. I've never gone on one. And I only went on one date off of it. And this is probably the second one that I actually had any conversation with. I was just like, ah, I signed up for it and never really did anything with it. Kept conversing. Yeah, exactly. Just kept talking back and forth. And then out of nowhere, when I decided not to go, she says, I know you have a red truck. I had a red truck at the time and she nailed it to the T. I started getting freaked out. And I'm going, how does this chick, supposedly I only met once, how does she know I have a red truck? So I'm thinking, and I never seen her. We have officially hit DEFCON 4. Yeah, that's on. Situation is escalated. Critical. Girls telling him, I know what car you drive. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty scary. I would be scared. I would be very scared. Well, Jimmy was shitting his pants. Literally? He shit the bed. That's gross. Got serious real quick. 
Then she started saying the next conversation after that was, how could you basically do me like this? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she says, yeah, we were in the back of your red truck behind Claim Jumper. You had me suck your dick. I don't remember any of this shit. What the heck is going on? Then I start going, I never hooked up with you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know your name. What are you talking about? And she goes, oh, yeah, I remember that other time when, you know, I had sex with you at this place and everything else. And she named a place. I'd never been there. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I started shutting off the conversation completely. Read people pretty well. And either I started thinking that either someone is serious about this. Someone is stalking me, which I had never had that happen. Or someone's playing a joke. But I started putting pieces together. I'm thinking, I don't know. It could be any one of these three. But the lead factor was I was starting to be, I thought, was starting to be stalked. I'm getting the strong feeling that this girl went from mild stalker to batshit crazy. Yeah. How would you deal with this situation? Um, I don't know. I really don't know because that's pretty <laughs> It's pretty fucked up, right? Yeah, it is. That's why it's funny because it's fucked up. What would I do? The thing that's most ironic about this whole situation is Jimmy is a high-level security agent. Like Cody Banks. No, like... Like, like Kevin Costner and the Bodyguard. That's a better one. I was gonna say like Mr. Like Mr. T in Different Strokes, I think is what it was, but that works too. No, he is like Secret Service, but never for anyone that gives a shit. Gotcha. Right? Nothing like like presidential, but he, he does security for for high-end executives and uh, like people the, that matter. like 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 the president of the like of the bank that owns your house, he he whole hill, uh, the foreclosure bank. Not necessarily sleepless nights. It was it was, I went I was fine with that, but it was just when it started getting pretty serious, I realized that, you know, I started watching over my shoulder a lot more, where I was going, who was driving behind me, and my my senses started started getting heightened, and I was just like, I got to. And I kept looking for that picture. I had her picture. I knew who she was, and I kept looking for that. And I almost got to the point, almost went to claim jumper to actually go see if she was there. But I didn't. It started getting pretty bad, and I started going, okay. Then my senses started coming up. I'm like, okay, if she wants to play this game, then my expertise are going to start kicking in, and then I'll then let's, let's play this game. Shit has officially hit the fan. DEFCON 72. Yeah, it's, it's code red. Yeah. It's not looking good. It's not magenta now. Now it's red. Yeah. Gotcha. They got the president on the line. <laughs> he's got the access codes. He does. And he's ready to use them. Ooh. Hot and toasty. <laughs> ends up calling his place of employment. Hot and toasty. <laughs> looking for him. <laughs> that was the pinnacle of it because I didn't know... I was like, how the hell did she get my number? She didn't have my cell number, but she called my work number, and I never told her where I worked. So she had the truck, work number, and basically the nightclub where I used to work. Three points of information. And after that, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm being stalked. I, I, thought, I thought, basically, this is some crazy girl that basically thinks I'm somebody else. But for her to remember to know my truck and everything, I, I was thinking, you know, she's, 
I don't know. She's watching. She's watching exactly what I'm doing. And it even got to the point, and it kept happening, and, and she kept bugging, that I was like, you know what? So I went, I actually went to the police department. And I said, look, here's the situation. I have this information. And they're like, well, we can't do anything about it, but if it keeps getting worse, let us know. And I'm like, and I actually even knew the cop. He knew me from the, from the nightclub. And he goes, don't worry about it, but if it keeps going, everything else, just let me know. And I said, all right. After the phone call, that was, I think I sent her one more message on POF, I think, where he said, you need to, you need to basically cut this out. You need to stop. Jimmy is scared out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know what to do. I've never been afraid of anyone named Hot and Toasty before in my life. Yeah, but girl knows where he worked uh -huh. in the past. His security days at the club. She knows the color and the make of the automobile that he drives. Oof. And now she knows. Maybe she's in security. Maybe she's in counter security. She's an insurgent. Exactly. She's putting his... Know your enemy. Yes. Steve-O. Yes. What if I told you that this entire situation with Jimmy was orchestrated by myself? Knowing you for as long as I have? Completely believable. So the whole time, it was I You're... that was conversing with him back and forth. You are hot and toasty. I can be. <laughs> Get a couple drinks in me. <laughs> Butter your muffin. <laughs> Should we tell him what went down? Yeah, I mean it's time. It's been a, it's been a few years. I think it's fair. Uh, it's, it's good to give him some closure. Correct. The, the wound has I'm sure has healed. I mean, uh, I'm fairly certain that Jimmy has not stepped foot in a claim jumper <laughs> in the last three years. You should either a tell him or b write him a new message. <laughs> Hot and toasty, you should either make it a reappearance in his life all of a sudden. You start texting him again. With a picture of like a three-year-old baby. You put this inside of me. Now I need you to raise it. Or <laughs> I shot someone. I have to leave the country. Brilliant. There's so many more ways that we can play this out that I don't know. I, I think we should tell him. Yes, I agree. Because it's the decent thing to do. And that's always what we're most concerned with. Decency. Uh. Jimmy? Yes? What if I told you that I orchestrated that whole thing? <laughs> did you? Maybe. That would be quite fantastic if you did. I did. <laughs> did you really? I did. How did the fuck did you do that shit? <laughs> so you set up a fake account. I set up a fake account and I catfished you. That's funny shit. This all started <clears throat> many a fortnight ago. Many, many a moon? Yes. He, Jimmy, asked me to help him with his computer, his laptop. And so, you're like... You're proficient in the technologies. I don't know. People think I'm Asian. Like, <laughs> I know how to fix your fucking electronics. <laughs> and I do. I was going to say, like, it's right. But... I don't think it's because of that. Me neither. It's just totally coincidental 100% of the time. Absolutely. Like any normal citizen, the first thing I do is check his browser history. <laughs> That's why I don't ask you to fix anything. <laughs> That's why you're smart. <laughs> so upon looking at his browser history, yeah. I noticed that Jimmy frequented plenty of fish. The P-O-F. Yeah. P-O-F dot com. <laughs> dot org. 
gov. They probably own them all. <laughs> you have to this day and age. Otherwise, the main squatters will take them over. <laughs> Sit on them. I had two options. <laughs> yeah, you only, only two. I, li- I like this. You had two options. Go ahead. I could either A. Yes. Fix his computer. And do nothing else. <laughs> like a good citizen. Like a good friend. Or B. Create an entire fictitious life and fuck with him. I went with B. (laughs) You were scared, but you handled it like a pro. No, I got to the point. Well, when it started getting serious, and you're good, that's fucking good shit. When I was sitting there going, I don't know, I don't know this fucking chick. I don't know, this is crazy. But it, it, the reason why I started, I fell for it was because of the nightclub shit. I don't know how fucking crazy it, it gets at that place. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I did know her. Benefit of the doubt, you know, maybe I, did I, no, then I'm like, do I go, no, I'm like, fuck, and then the anti, the game started, kept stepping up, and I'm going, fuck, this is getting serious, I'm like, and I was trying to keep thinking back, in those three years that I worked there, did I ever meet this chick, and then one time I go, maybe I did meet her once, and I'm like, fuck, no, I don't know, and I was just like, now this is getting crazy. Every now and again, he would see hot and toasty. <laughs> Don't we all? Get a little bit warm and fuzzy uh, inside his nether regions. And then remember the batshit crazy that came along with it. Right. But you have to realize that this whole thing was a giant plot to help him find true love. That's true. You, you're like a living Cupid. I am. You are. Like I have orchestrated many a romance. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's, that's, that's what, like, I'm going to make sure that's on your epitaph yes. when I outlive you. I'm going to say, here lies Cody. Many a match did he make. It's true. <laughs> I should be like the millionaire matchmaker, but for regular But for people. poor people. Yeah. <laughs> the dirtbag matchmaker. Because <laughs> what I ended up doing was this whole fiasco helped Jimmy find true love. That, that's beautiful. And now he's happily ever after. So the moral is, fuck with people. Fuck with people, <laughs> and they will become happy. <laughs> it takes a little bit of sadness. It's very a very stoic approach. Oh, I like it. I like it. It's, uh, it's along a, the lines of Seneca. Or Marcus Aurelius. Yes. <laughs> the memoirs. Uh, a, I feel honored. Secondly, I feel good job. And... I'm glad that chick isn't fucking real because now I can put it to rest and I completely forgot about that chick until he actually brought me in for this interview. But no, that's fucking, that's good shit. That's good shit. Can you say definitively that I was responsible for you finding the love of your life because of this incident? I think you, you, you put, you threw the little pebble into the pond which created the wake to find the love of my life. Steve-O, The Benevolent, and myself, Cody, are the hosts of Talk Block. Subscribe to Talk Block on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Check us out on Twitter at TBlock, Facebook at Talk Block. If you have a story that you want to share with us, stop by our website at TalkBlock.com and let us know.